It's Mike Jeffers, Chicago Jazz Magazine, chicagojazz.com. Welcome to another episode of Around Town. And today, we have one of my favorite people here. Margaret Murphy-Webb is joining us, of course, incredible vocalist, incredible musician, and also the founding member of the Southside Jazz Coalition, which has been keeping the legacy of Southside Chicago Jazz alive for, geez, is it 10 years now, or maybe even? No, no, not 10 yet. When 10, when 10 years, I'll be in Honolulu. This is our <laughs> This is our eighth year. I feel like it's 50. It's yeah, right. I, I remember talking to you about when you started this. But yes. Uh, yes, Mike, you are so wonderful because you jumped right on board with me. You're like, Margaret, go for it. I got you. And I appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you so much. Well, and, and, and I love the fact that you've got this going. So we're going to talk about that. Also, you have a couple of performances coming up. So I always like to mention this too. The first Monday, which is actually, it's been happening on the first for Thursday, and now it's the first Monday, but you have a brand new venue that you partnered with for this year. So it's the first Monday, Jazz with Mar- Margaret Murphy-Webb, part of the Southside Jazz Coalition's uh, activation here to keep jazz alive on the South Side. It's at the Green Line Performing Arts Center, which is 329 East Garfield Boulevard, and you just partnered with them for the entire year. So we're going to talk about that. And then you also have Tuesday, February 14th, from 7 to 9 at the Compassion Baptist Church, which is 2650 East 95th Street. You have an activation for Jazzy Celebration of Black History Month. And of course, it's Valentine's Day, yes. all part of the Southside Jazz Coalition. So now, Margaret, welcome to the show. It is great Thank to you. have you on. And I know you, she actually, folks, she came down to the hot dog stand twice. She was at the hot dog stand twice. So we have a, a two-timer. Usually I only have one time, but it was always fun having you and Chuck come down to the hot dog stand. But now we're virtual. So how are you? And congratulations on all this stuff. Well, right now I'm pretty hungry. I could use one of those hot dogs. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Mike, for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, let's let's talk about this. So the Southside Jazz Coalition, I know it's an initiative you, you spearheaded, and that was pretty much after the South Shore Jazz Fest uh, slowed down and and actually it, it was an annual event for years and years and years and years and then for yeah. one reason or another it had to it had to pause a little bit and I know you started this group to try to spearhead that or at least keep jazz happening on the south side so talk a little bit about the mission behind the South Side Jazz Coalition and um, how you're how you've kept this going over the years. Well, I guess people would know anybody that has an organization knows that your mission changes. So it did start. It started with a meeting with a couple of other musicians to try to get the South Shore Jazz Fest back. Um, But money, I didn't realize the money to production expenses. You know, as as a performer, we don't really pay attention to everything that goes around, goes on behind the scenes. So once I started crunching the numbers, Mm -hmm. I said, okay, I need to be a not-for-profit. So (laughs) that took a little time. I became a not-for-profit. Still, the money wasn't coming in. And then um, I started seeing the need to have smaller venues around the South Side because really jazz-wise, very little was happening. Um, the old, I can't think of the name of the, I knew I would forget the name of the organization. Is it Jazz Cares or what well, anyway, all those people were aging. Mm-hmm. Um, they had something going over at Norm's, remember that? Yeah. For a while on Sundays. And of course, Ernest, Ernest Dawkins is just the most amazing person I know because he's been keeping his festival going. But other than that, there'd be little something here or there. So I thought the best thing to do was just start small and grow. So we started with our Tuesday nights at the 50 
your mm -hmm. line. Remember those? Yep. We started doing the quarry. Then we partnered with St. Moses the Black. And we started having Jazzing on the Steps, which is in its fourth year now. And I think that's our biggest event because we get three to 400 people out there. Wow. So that runs during the summer. Of course, then the pandemic hit. <laughs> and um, I've heard about that. Yeah, did you hear about that? Yeah, I, yeah, I got the memo on that one. <laughs> <laughs> that brought a whole new slew of problems. Yeah. So I think what I'm still trying to do or what we are still trying to do is keep musicians working because they're suffering. Mm -hmm. The venues are coming back slowly but surely. But last year, we did 27 events. We hired almost 200 musicians and technicians. Wow. So to be able to put money, we don't have any money in the bank because all of our money goes to the programs. Mm -hmm. So to be able to keep people working, I think is one of our, the biggest part of our mission right now. Do as many events as we can, keep people working. And then this violence, I didn't really want to talk about yeah. that today. People are afraid to leave the house. Mm -hmm. So now we want to create safe spaces where people, especially the seniors, yep. have somewhere to go and won't feel like, you know, somebody's going to come in and rob the place. So that's what our mission is right now. This year, we're going to focus on getting some small venues out, getting some musicians working, making some safe spaces. And do should I talk about the festival I'm trying to do? Sure. Yeah. So last year, uh, thank you, DKs. DKs gave me some money to do a jazz fest at Chicago State. Mm -hmm. The first date, August the 7th, thunderstorms, because it, it had to be outside. Chicago presents had to be outside. Okay. So we moved it to September the 11th. They let us go inside, but it was a flood watch. So oh. the city flooded. <laughs> you can't win. I said, Black Jesus, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> but believe it or not, 127 people came through that water. Wow. And all the performers showed up. So, but that was my, I mean, Mike, this was, you've been doing festivals forever. This was my first festival. I got gray hair <laughs> just from dealing with this. So anyway, so that's what we've been doing. So I'm going to try to do it again at Compassion okay. this year, Compassion Baptist Church, because Compassion, Compassion has a 500-seat auditorium. So just in case we have to go inside, I can fit people inside. It has all kind of other little rooms. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Well, you know the the whole the whole original mission. I mean, obviously, I know you 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 know you're you're well known for playing with Von Freeman for many 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 years and and all of that. And I know we've talked on previous episodes about this, but I think that a lot of people don't realize the rich history of Chicago jazz on the South Side. And you know, you're talking about all these venues that are not there anymore. I mean, it used oh. to just be packed down on the South Side with venues, and. I think I think you're smart though in the way you're doing this because you know a lot of people would go in and try to talk to a restaurant and say hey can we have jazz in here and blah 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 and it would probably happen for about two months and then it would stop and I, I like what you're doing because you're you're doing it and it's a coordinated effort between a lot of volunteers the musicians and everybody else but you're also a nonprofit so you're able to raise funds and bring money in with a kind of a long term goal of continuing to create these pop I'm calling them pop ups because. That's you know, it's not a venue, but it's a pop-up, but it's a yeah. consistent pop-up so people can start to count on it. And I think that's one of the, the such a such a need for anywhere in the city, let alone on the South side, because you look at the South side, you know, you mentioned Ernest Dawkins, uh, you know, he's at Norman's on Sundays with his jam session, but that's up on 43rd. Yeah. 
and you know, I mean, you've got the South side back in the day, man, 75th, 78. I mean, all oh, of that man. South shore, everything used to be just hopping. It was hopping. And it it's was hopping. I asked somebody about Alexander's Steakhouse the other day. He sure. didn't know what I was talking about. I said, you don't remember the jazz oh. there? So I had to call George just so I could reminisce. So George and I were- They'll remember. George Freeman, by the way. Oh yeah, George Freeman. But all he could talk about is, Mark, and I remember you used to have hair down your back. I said, I don't want to talk about my hair. I want to talk about the jazz clubs. Sounds like George. That's George, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you know, so anyways, all right, so you've got all this stuff happening. So let's talk about this first Monday that you just partnered with the Green Line Performing Arts Center. We were talking a little bit before we started this interview. It was just taken over. It was just kind of purchased, right, by the University of Chicago. So they're helping yes. to run it. And so they're partnering with the coalition now on uh, the first Monday of every month, starting February 6th, right? Yeah, yeah. So talk February a little bit about the venue. Tell everybody what, what it kind of looks like inside and what people can expect to experience. First thing I want to say about it is gorgeous, and I wish I owned it. Um, <laughs> it's about 80 seats with them being able to add 20 folding chairs. Okay. So it's a small venue. Um, it will be first come, first served. Even though there's, we're going to do Eventbrite tickets, but still, yep. you know, if you don't have a ticket and you show up, nobody's going to turn you away. But when the the room is full, it's going to be full. There's got to be room, um, though. If you show up and you don't have a ticket and people have gotten the free tickets online, right. you, there's going to be a problem. So make sure you get the tickets. We'll, we'll link everything down below and get everything. The tickets. Yeah. yeah, get the tickets. I've been stressing that. My, you know, my children just called me, Mom, we're coming. Get tickets. I don't care if I'm your mother. <laughs> um, so it's being run by a beautiful woman by the name of Day Nico, beautiful Ethiopian <laughs> sister, um, classical vocalist, classical singer. Oh. All right. So she's an artist and uh, reached out to us because she knows that we know Southside um, artists. So they're focusing on artists who are not readily hired in other venues. Okay. Those people who are working in basements, who are working wherever they can, who are putting their own things together, who are live streaming. Yep. And I was able to find a lot of young artists um, who will be performing there. And it's going to run through December. Oh. But it's a gorgeous venue. Um, parking is is easy on um, 55th Street because on that side of the street, there are no residents. So there's parking all up and down there. So you'll be able to find some place to park. But, you know, they have something else, Mike, there on the corner. I don't know what the name of that little venue is. That little coffee house place. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I can't think of the name of that. So that's this is going to be an extension of that. They oh, wanted nice. to do something bigger. Good. Well, and I think the key to everybody, too, is knowing, knowing that... It, I mean, in that area, it's 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 pretty safe. And then also with yeah. the parking situation and stuff, it sounds like it's pretty easy. So you can get in and out of there very easily. And you also talked about at some point down the road, they're even talking about doing some outdoor entertainment too. So that might yes. morph into the outdoor stuff maybe in the summer at some point as well. So it'll be really a nice venue, especially in that area. It's wonderful. And then, you know, you have to remember, they're going to have the University of Chicago police out there. And then yeah. they have the little watchdogs on every corner. So it's going to be pretty safe. Yeah. All right. So that's the first Monday of every month. Of course, all the information, SouthsideJazzCoalition.org, linked up below. And then talk about the Tuesday, the February 14th, because this will drop before that. So 7 to 9 at Compassion Baptist Church. And this is, uh, is it going to be, I know it's a celebration of Black History Month, but also since it's Valentine's Day, is there going to be a little Valentine's Day kind of feel? What kind of a vibe is happening over there when you're doing that? Yeah, you know, all I talk about is love. <laughs> so when you come in the door, we're going to give you some chocolates. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, hey, it's a nice some day. Chocolates. But yes, we're going to, we're going to, 
focus on Black history, but we're also going to have some love songs because, um, you know, it is Valentine's Day. And we yeah. might have a couple of people in there that are going to have their dates. I'll be alone. I won't have my husband. So if there are any young men in the audience, just come on. You know, I'm a dirty old woman. But uh, <laughs> Chuck, Chuck must be working that night. Otherwise, Chuck he's working old. that night. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it will be, um, what can I say? A celebration of jazz music. And I, I hired um, Devin Sandrich. Oh, sure. You yeah. Know Devin? yeah. So Devin's going to come in and sing some love songs done by Joe Williams. Nice. Um, Theophilus Reed is coming in. I hired four vocalists. Junie Bond, you know, our June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come in and set the place on fire. <laughs> and I got Felina Bond, who is not well known um, here in Chicago. Not well known in America, but this girl was an international sensation. Wow. And she got sick and um, had to have some kidneys transplanted. Uh -huh. And so she's been home, you know, dealing with her health, but she's an amazing singer. She's well known on the South side, but I don't think North side people really know about her. So hopefully some folks will come in and they'll get a chance to see Felina. Yeah. Well, that's, so, yeah, I love that. I love the concept of actually, it's almost like a showcase for like these young up and coming musicians or musicians that have just been on the scene for so long, but they're not actively working. You know, I mean, yeah. you and I know a lot of people that had like regular jobs forever and they're killing players and they play all the corporate stuff and everything, but nobody sees them in clubs because yep. they're working during the, you know, and everything else. So this is a great opportunity to kind of showcase people and get people understanding that, I mean, there's such talent in the city of Chicago. Oh my God. It's, it is just overwhelming the talent that we have. Here. And Mike, you know how it was when we, when we were young son, you know, <laughs> Bob always made sure that the young folks had some place to play. Yeah. And yeah. that's something that, that, you know, I'm really working hard on, that these young people are able to showcase their talent. Mm -hmm. So all this information is on SouthsideJazzCoalition.org. And I'm assuming that if there's a young person that is living on the South Side that maybe Margaret is not connected with, hit her up through the website. And that's at right. least nothing else, don't ask for a gig. Just ask to talk to Margaret so that you can develop a relationship. And that's what I always tell people. The first thing to do is not to say, hey, I'm so-and-so, can I have a gig? It's, hey, I'm Mike Jeffers. I just want to connect with you so that I can know who you are and you can know who I am and get to know me before you start asking immediately for work. Yes. They need to learn that, Jeff. And I'm, like, Why I'm trying to call you by your last name, Jeffers. Everybody um, does. <laughs> they, they need to learn that because um, I do get those calls and those texts. I don't know how to get my number. And say, hey, my band is such and such, boom, bada, bada. Yeah. And can you hire us for the steps? You know, well, I don't know who you are. I don't even know if you do the music that we like. So thank you for, for saying that. Well, and you and I have been, you know, in clubs for a long period of time. And we've all seen that the way to develop a relationship is to hang out, you know. Yes, you yes. Know people and talk and develop a relationship like that. I mean, and we've all been in the clubs when somebody walks in, sits in, hands his card out to everybody and then like leaves. And it's yes. like, what was that? <laughs> well, right, who are you? And, and I, I immediately, I, I wish I could show you the drawer. I just take them and throw them in the drawer. Oh, I, Come on, I, you know what? I, I need to know. I need to feel your energy. They I don't just, even make it to the drawer in my case. They go into the circular <laughs> pile. <laughs> I'm better than you. Better. <laughs> you win. <laughs> no, I got to, wait a minute. <laughs> that's the door back there there's a bunch of cars in there yeah say something meet yeah. people that whole jam scene is dying yep. where the young cats would come in and and try to learn something I, you know i don't know 
don't know. I'm not going to talk about this generation, but I don't know. <laughs> that's a whole other thing on, on yeah. etiquette and how to come yeah. in and actually develop a relationship. But that's what I'm suggesting to everybody watching this that wants to talk to Margaret. SouthsideJazzCoalition.org. So let's talk a little bit about, now you're, you're a vocalist, you're doing jazz, you're doing the Southside Jazz Coalition, all of that. But just before I let you go, we've got to talk a little bit because you're also a vocalist in Cirque Rivera Dance Company, and we don't have to go way into it because we could talk about that for an entire episode. Oh but how long have you been with Cirque? Because, you know, it's a very interesting dance uh, company, and that now they're branching out. They're going on different tours and going around the country, and you're going with them. Mike, now you know I'm 67. After the first night, I didn't I'm, know on that. Own, I didn't I'm on my own self-bed. <laughs> you got a, quite a writer that you send over there. <laughs> I think it's for the young. I'm in the in the back of the expedition, like I want to go home. But no, I don't want Will Fredo and Joe to see this. I love it. I love it. But this is my third year, and and it it started because um Joe, you know Joe from yep. Columbia. Sure. Yep. And um Joe. I don't know how he heard me sing, but he heard me sing somewhere. And then he went on YouTube and whoever their singer was left. And he called Chuck and said, would you ask? He called Chuck. Yeah. My boss. Would That's you ask Margaret if she could just do a couple of tunes for us? We need a singer and she can read. I know she reads and plays. So could she come learn the material? I was like, yeah, I'm not doing nothing. Here we are three years later. Right. Well, and, and they play a lot of interesting stuff. And while you're singing, you're also sometimes in the in the middle and walking and in the middle of the actual show. You're part of the show and they're yes. dancing around you. I mean, I witnessed it in, in person. They're dancing around you and you're walking through. And I, it's a very interesting gig. And it's it it all works, too. You know, and it's a great band, too. I mean, it, you know, killer band. Yes. Yeah, and great players and players that I I didn't really know. Well, I knew Stu. Sure. But um, I have to say that the thing about being a vocalist to any vocalist seeing this, get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Because it's very easy for me to just get on the stage and sing a song. That's nothing. Any place, any place, any festival I can get on. But to get on the stage and then have to remember that I'm supposed to be there. I have to sing that there. I have to be there. I have to sing that there. Then I've got music in front of me. I have to read this music because Joe changes it constantly. Does so read the music, try to remember, oh, I got to get off the stage. It, I mean, it has been a journey and it's made me, it's making me sharper because yeah. I had to get out of my comfort. I thought, you know, I thought I was a bad B. Um, <laughs> I can do anything. I learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's very cool. And, and I'll link everything up with Cirque too, because I know that this is like the middle of their season. So they have shows running. I think they have a spring thing. They usually do something in the summer where they do some different previews. And then yep, I just got some dates. Some stuff is coming up. Okay. So I'll, I'll link everything up too, because, you know, it's part of the art scene. I mean, with Chicago jazz, Chicago jazz magazine, this show, I mean, you know, we're talking about more than just jazz. We're talking about the art scene in general, we're talking about different cultural activations that are happening around the city. So this is definitely something that everybody should check out and uh, get out and see, especially since everything is sort of opening back up. Thank God. Yeah. And uh, this is, I think, going to be a very exciting year for the arts and uh, all that wonderful stuff. All right. So, Margaret, jazz, SouthsideJazzCoalition.org, revitalizing the legacy of the Southside Jazz scene, which is exactly what you are doing. Thank you so much for jumping on. It is always wonderful to hang and talk. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go now, I have, yes. to, I have to plug my Cleo Lane CD. Oh, who is that? That's Cleo. 
which is this is my book that I could learn everything. Which is coming out <laughs> next is, month. Oh, next month it's coming out. Yes, coming out. I just had it mixed and mastered, and um, it's five songs. Two, three of them, Cleo Lane wrote with her husband John Dankworth. You know about Cleo, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, I didn't know you were even doing that. Yes, yes, it's a surprise. A lot of people, my husband didn't even know. So um, <laughs> I was real, real quiet about that. Mike Alamana is the producer on that. Oh, there's some, there's some really nice stuff. I like three of the five songs, which is, I think, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll so talk. Plug, shameless plug, shameless plug. Well, no, but when that comes out, then we'll we'll talk more about that on another episode because I'll have you come okay. back and talk about that because that's something to dig into, especially since you're using the the uh, the top secret uh, jazz marketing plan of not telling any, anybody about it. <laughs> I know a lot of thank people you. I use that marketing plan. It's thank like, you, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get on it. I'm gonna see right. you <laughs> All right. So everybody head over to SouthsideJazzCoalition.org. And of course, thank you, Margaret, for being on as usual. Always fun. And of course, thanks to everybody for watching and all things Chicago Jazz at ChicagoJazz.com. And until next time, hopefully I will see you all somewhere out on the scene.